It's time to rev it up and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show. Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts. And now, with riding on their minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. We're talking about barn finds, my favorite. I, if I could have got that old uh, 47 flathead survey car last week or two weeks ago, it'd be, it'd be a whole cooler bike sitting on the lift right now. But that's still in the works. I sent you a picture of that bike. It's been sitting for 40 years in the weeds in the middle of the in plain view, in open view, in plain sight. No one said nothing about it. I wound up seeing that. I wish I could have brought it home. So I Even, think we have to rename that one, though. I don't think it's a barn find. I think it is actually a, uh, I think it's a field find. A field find. Yeah, a field find. I think we it, got a new one. It's a field find. If it, it was towards the city, it might be an alley find, you know? And that, I like the alleys. A lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff. Cool people are in the alleys. <laughs> That's another story for another day. This I one I actually pulled out of a barn. We got the Gales from Sin City with us, the Sin City Motor Girls. We got Dazzling, and we've got Penny FXR in the house, and they are from the K Shop 1400 AM Full Throttle Law Studios. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How hey, are you? What's up, Gina? Hey, Dan. Hi. How was everybody's holiday? It's great. Yeah. Mine was chill. I, I texted my sister and I said, Hey, do you miss? Uh, doing the whole Easter egg thing. She was like, heck no. I was like, me neither. Pour me another <laughs> glass of wine. No, no Easter eggs to hide. No 30 eggs to try to make deviled eggs with later. It was perfect. It's yeah. like yeah. 80, 88 degrees, beautiful riding day. It's gorgeous. Well, it's crazy. It's 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 not really like Easter here, but it snowed this morning. So. That's what we heard. Yeah, it yeah. was an FXR Traeger day for me. We put, uh, we're doing barn finds with one of my great friends and uh, a lot of people's great friends, uh, Keith Ball. Keith Ball is former Easy Rider uh, magazine editor. He is a racer. He's a collector. Uh, he's five ball racing. Uh, he's just got, you know, we need to have a whole show just for Keith. He's got so many great stories and I want to hear them all, but we're going to hear a lot of them tonight. Um, he's going to join us in a little while, as is Tom Banks. Tom is a great friend of mine from the East Coast. And uh, Tom is also a collector, a new racer. Um, he's also just acquired competition distributing. And he's going to join us uh, and talk about that. Uh, but we're going to talk about barn finds. And both of these guys have got some great barn finds that they've uh, collected through their lifetime. So we're going to grab onto them in a little bit. Uh, we want people to know to please give it a like and give it a share on the open on your uh, live stream. And if you are listening to K-Shop, we're gonna have a phone number set up for you next week here where you can call in to the studio live as well. It's 1400 AM K-Shop. And where where is that you guys? What is the studio? Um, Down on Jones and Sahara. Jones and Sahara, right in uh, the heart of Las Vegas. Right in the heart of Las Vegas, that's mm -hmm. right. There's a big yeah. riding community out there, and we're going to talk more about that, and we're going to have more things to do 
with full throttle law um, in the upcoming months. There's a, there's a lot going on out there already. We know that. And uh, Jaslyn, you introduced me to a, a great guy to uh, in the last couple of weeks that I got to speak with this morning, Rob Borden, who's running that Route 66 um, uh, bike week. Yeah, and, Rob's you know, I, a really cool dude, man. He has got so many irons in the fire with the Saddle Sore Ranch and the Blue Calder Build-Off. And I've been following him, I mean, since my first days here in Vegas uh, in the motorcycle community. And he is very well known here. And so I'm really looking forward to what he's got to offer with the Route 66 Spike Week coming up. And uh, the he'll, he'll tell you more about the Blue Collar buildup but it is fascinating and a lot of fun well and you know what he really there's a lot of things going on on route 66 this year which uh i was talking to him about uh, that i think that some of these other people uh should contact him for we've got the cannonball is going down route 66 and then a run that i'm part of is um the chicks on 66 yeah. so um there's a lot of action yeah, Penny and I are going to join those chicks on 66 uh, on our way out to Born Free. So we're going to hook up with them in, in Kingman, hopefully, and uh, ride with them uh, from Kingman, Arizona to California to Born Free. So we're looking forward to that. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And in the meantime, the gals are going to take your comments. So give us a like, give us a share, and fill out the comments on the uh on the side should be right over there is it right over there <laughs> you're like and share and fill out the comments let us know that you're listening if you've got a comment for either tom or uh keith or rob during the show we'd love to uh pitch it for you and have them answer so in the meantime we are going to head over we're going to go and find keith and bring him up and ladies we'll come back to you and talk to you in a little bit all right Scrapper Dan, you still with me? I'm still with you. All right. Well, let's bring on our friend, conveyor, Mr. Keith Ball himself. Her, her Keith, welcome to the show. Yeah. Welcome to Open Road Radio. I'm enamored that you're on. And <laughs> that I, I, I adore who you are. Um, you, you've just got so much history, and uh, it's great to have you here today. Well, thank you very much, Gina. I appreciate it. So hey, reason, and you've been around as long as I have, right? Maybe not as long, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit well, after you. Maybe not I, as long. I mean, Open Road Radio, right? 25 yeah, years? Yeah, Open Road Radio is 25 years. Yeah, Bikernet.com is 26 years. So wow. Okay. Right, so you, right in there. Yeah. You got a year ahead of me on that, and I did have Bikernet.com on there, creator as well and author many books. Um, Isaiah is gonna show us uh, just some of the, some of the great stuff that you've done and some of the pictures that uh, I nabbed and some that you sent to me. But I wanted to talk with you about this barn find because you wrote a great article on bikernet.com and that's where I, I had done swap meets and I knew I wanted to follow up something really cool after swap meets with that and barn find was perfect uh, i got to read your article which you had actually collaborated with um haggerty chris from haggerty on that correct correct and he and talked that, about he talked about finding a bike and then sort of assessing it and dan will know all about this you know how to check it out and decide whether it's worth 
trying to chase it down. Oh my gosh. I get from the rooter to the tutor. I comb them over. I mean, this one on the lift here, it's got a Harley rigid with a Honda 450 Ducati dual drum front end with the, uh, but, but it's a paperweight essentially. It, sometimes it's hit or miss. You never know what you're cracking into or what's got to crack into it, you know? So, but, but uh, Haggerty's great. I met, I met that guy uh, a couple times. He's talked to me about my old bikes and insuring them. And, uh, but uh, I remember going, I grew up in Tucson. And I remember I grew up with easy riders when I was just eight, nine years old. I, you know, that's how I got into motorcycles. I, well, first it was for the chicks looking at the magazines, but uh, that's how I got into bikes. And I love those magazines. Some of the articles, some of the, 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 the pictures of the choppers they put in there, even the classifieds where they're asking, Hey, I'm going to be at Sturgis. I'm looking for an old lady. See me at the uh, Buffalo chip, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I still that was got a dating, that was a dating site before it even knew it was a dating site. That's right. That's right. You know, and you could you could get brass knuckles or a switchblade or a Chrysler Snowrunner from the ads out of the back of those magazines. But uh, but I like co- collecting bikes. I, I, I and some of the best ones I have found have come out of the barns, come out of a musty garage, and I, I have before and afters of a lot of bikes. And we don't know, we don't even have time in this hour to talk about all the bikes. I, but some of the stuff that you got is just gold. You Tell know, us a little bit about some of the great stuff that you've collected over the years, Keith. Well, it, you've got that picture of that thing I came across the other day. Yes. <laughs> I went to a, I went to a, um, uh, a welding supply and I drove by the back of it. And there was this square box, and it looked like some kind of a a cart that went on railroad tracks. <clears throat> so I said, screw it. I'm going to ask the owner if he'll sell it to me. And he said, yeah. And he goes, oh, there's an engine in it. And I went, oh, shit. You know, so, so, so I ended up buying it from him. It's a Army Corps 1951 motor car. And it was used for repairing train tracks. So here I bought this thing. It's been sitting in the weeds since this guy, this guy's dad bought the business 54 years ago. Wow. <laughs> what a trip. And he said he played in it when it was a kid. And he says it's just been sitting there forever. That is far out. Oh, yeah. It's a trip. It's a trip. It's, got a, it's all Willie's Jeep driveline in it. And it's got a three-speed in it, but it's all done with chains to the rear axle. So I, I, it, can actually, it can actually go forward or reverse on railroad tracks. And I, I want to say there was like Overland Willys that, that had a setup like that. Jeep, Jeep so Overland Willys, yeah. It's, it's like a two-cylinder, straight two-cylinder engine. And I guess the... The even the radiator came out of a Willys. Wow! Yeah, it's really a trip. <laughs> so that's that's my score for this week. You know, just for the <laughs> just for the week. Yeah, just <laughs> for the, for the week. week. A couple of a uh, couple of months ago, I got a call from a friend of mine. Well, actually, I'm building a Irish Rich is doing a a VL frame for me, a single loop VL frame for me. 
and made it so that it'll fit a knucklehead. So I started asking guys about knuckleheads, you know, because I needed a knucklehead engine. So, so these guys are telling me with straight faces, they're telling me, well, Keith, you know, you want a knucklehead engine? It's going to cost you $19,000. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Right. So, so, so I get a call from a guy and I, I, I talked to some of the guys at Paco and I, and I said, uh, I was asking about knuckleheads and I was telling them the story and they go, oh, we got a guy here that's worked here for 20 years and he's got this 1948 UL 74 cubic inch little bobber thing. And he said he really needs to unload it. You know, he's kind of in a bad way. You know, maybe you could help him out. So, so Allison and I drove, jumped in my van and I've got a high top Nissan van and we had to, the weather, you know, we had to watch out for the weather and we had to find a morning that we could get out of South Dakota and get into Wyoming before it started to snow. So, so we blaze out at like four o'clock in the morning. It was just magnificent going over the continental divide. You know, it was just beautiful out there. And we did, we, we dodged the bad weather. We get into Wyoming we drove all the way to Carson City, Nevada, and picked this bike up. Nice. I took the briefcase. He had the shit. I had the briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> Got to have the briefcase. You know what was really great in that? Uh, I, I just saw one of the Haggerty's. I was going to try to uh, clip uh, clip the video. Haggerty did one, um, and they did one on barn finds. And he said, it's not about getting the tip where the find is. It's about finding the finding the the bike or whatever it is right it's about and, and i'm gina, not gina i i got you i'm not i got you it's not we're, we're not in it for the kill we're in it for the sport of the hunt that's you know? it right yes <laughs> it's, it's, it's that's what it's about it's not really necessarily the kill it's the yes. sport of it it's the journey on the way there right <laughs> but then like you were saying it's also being prepared so when you get that call that you can grab, go. The brief, grab the briefcase you can take the time drive halfway across the country if you have to and score that puppy <laughs> how many how many is in your collection uh i think it's 15 okay and how many of those are fines oh are fines I, you know, I'd have to really think about that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> how about Tom? Tom has got uh, Tom has got a, quite a collection, but we, we I don't know if uh, he's got Isaac, like an, he's got like an Tom, airplane hanger. Can you bring Tom in, Isaiah? You're changing our changing our schedule, here, Keith. But I'm going to oh, let sorry you. About that. If Isaiah can do it, I'm going to let him. <laughs> Isaiah, can you bring him in? Yeah. yeah, you got on your tongue. There we go. We'll bring Tom into this for a second. There we go. What? You got on mute. No, you're not unmuted yet. <laughs> no, you're not unmuted. That's, That's all right. It. I had the same challenges, Gina. I know. 
Tom, just wiggle your mouse and click down in the bottom left-hand corner. You'll see a little microphone there. Hey, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Open Road Radio. It is on 1400 AM, the Full Throttle Law Studios out in Las Vegas. And on Facebook Live, Gina Woods and Open Road Radio. Give it a like, give it a share. We are featuring Keith uh, Ball with us again. He just brought in our second feature, Tom Banks. But if Keith Ball wants to talk to Tom Banks, Keith Ball gets to talk to Tom Banks, damn it. Well, Tom has some <laughs> nice stuff back there. He's got quite the collection, Keith. He's yeah. got both you and me uh, outnumbered. Knuckleheads, <laughs> no big deal. And speaking of knuckleheads, Tom's got those too. Tom, what do you got? Well, I'm actually on the panhead side right now, so you know, I probably have about uh, oh. Oh. 12 or 15 original paint panheads, but I also have some barn finds. So, you know, for me, there's, you know, that's a distinct, that's a different category, um, a barn find. And for me, a barn find's a little different. You know, for me, a barn find's a bike that sat like, say, 25 to 30 years untouched. I don't care if it was in a barn, in a garage. Um, out in the field, wherever it was, if it sat untouched for X amount of time, for me, that's a barn find. I'd These have to agree. are both actually real barn finds, both 48 bands. You know, I actually, this one I actually took out of a barn myself. This one came out of a Wisconsin barn. The grandson brought it out and I wound up with it. But, you know, <laughs> there's nothing better than a barn find, guys. They'll always be number one. And it's about the journey, right? I got to turn my heater off. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got to say that I've driven across the country, I don't know how many times. And you'll go by a barn and you just go, I want to stop. I want to stop. But I'm on a mission, you know. And I don't know, Scrapper Dan, maybe you've done it. Have you ever really taken the time to just kind of stop? at these places and look around i went to a guy in in uh i was working for john deere in horicon wisconsin and i I stopped at dodge county cycles and i was talking to him about this 56 pan and the buffalo and i i had nothing to do after work so i'd hang out with him and the guy took me through three barns the size of airplane hangers I, he had pictures of him chasing the american pickers off that's what he was so proud of and i've never seen that many bikes and i uh i've been at lee hartung's collection who had the flying merkel down in glenview and i i've I, i've dug in uh the one behind me here is basically a paperweight i should make it into a mailbox or a weather vane or something but I, I, you know, sometimes you hit the nail on the head, like Tom saying, twenty-five years plus that pan had that fifty-six I got in the living room sat for over thirty-five years, and everything was period correct for that chopper, and that it blows. It, nothing makes you prouder when you restore something from the dead or you save it from scrap metal. Next weekend, there's the big walnut swap meet out here. And I'm going to be a vendor again this year. And I never really bring anything good because I hoard it all. You know, but I just bring the last chance junk before it gets turned into a Prius. <laughs> we're we're going to see Dan. We're going to see Dan when he's like 80 years old. And and Tom's going to go, God, I all I need is that air cleaner. And Dan's going to say, no, I got to keep it. 
<laughs> I only have 13 of them. I only have 13 of them. Yeah, exactly. I can't I can't reduce my inventory. That's why they call him Scrapper Dan. <laughs> Your crap's my scrap. That's the slogan. <laughs> hey, Keith, let's get back to you because we've just got a few minutes now. Uh, but we've got to bring man, you back man. and talk. Uh, we... Uh, Tell bikernet.com that's been going on. I always uh I get uh I get your newsletters in the mail, um, in the email, and um you've always got your finger on the pulse of what's going on in the motorcycle industry. It's a great resource for us in the media. It's a great uh feature for people everywhere that are into motorcycling. Um you've been doing it a long time. Um tell us, tell us, tell us more about bikernet.com and how are you gonna keep doing it? Oh yeah, there's a there's a question for Dan. You know, it's like that. I'll probably do it till I drop dead, yep. or until President Zelensky gets here. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But no, I just enjoy doing it. You know, it's uh, it's a blast to do it. I, it's uh, a lot of work. It's yeah, it is a lot of work. It's work every day, but it's I, you know, it's refreshing and it's fun, and I and I love to write. And I write fiction all the time, so I'm actually uh, I'm working with Kindle. I'm putting all my bikes on all my books on Kindle, and then uh, they now have a new a new program where you can just launch individual stories. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. It's called Villa, and so I'm gonna use that because uh, in my Cantina, which is my subscriber area. I love it, Cantina. Cantina. I started a series back, I don't know, 97, 98. Um, and uh, we started doing Bandit's Cantina uh, fiction stories. <laughs> and now I'm at 98. I've written 98 <laughs> fiction stories. Wow. So we're going to. amazing. We're going to put those on Kindle and, you know, just see what we can do, have some fun with it. But doing the site is just a blast, you know. I saw you're going to celebrate your 100th uh, episode. I saw that on your Facebook page. So we'll put that uh, link up as well for that. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Except, you know, I've got to write two more stories. Do it. (laughs) Well, And you know what, Keith, because um, we're at the end. We've got to let you go in just a few minutes. But um, I want to do an exclusive interview with you. And maybe I'll have... uh, the girls with me. Let's do an interview with you. I'll throw it on um, Open Road Radio where they can go and see it, and um, it'll be kind of like an exclusive uh, interview. So can I can I do that? Can I set that up with you this week? As long as the girls are there. Okay, the girls are. All the girls will be there. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> be but there. Real, real quickly, I want to I want to just touch on. Um, I know that you have, were talking about doing some uh, motorcycle racing this year. And with all the different racing going on, you're going to go and hit Bonneville. We are. We're taking what could be the first streamlined trike. And it's built around a belly tank. And uh, it's a 135-inch Jim's twin cam. And we're going to take it out and see what it'll do. Micah McCluskey is the uh, pilot. And uh, I love Micah. I covered his induction into the Hall of Fame and love him. He's amazing. Oh, He's a great guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. Terrific guy. I was and, there for that Hall of Fame. Oh, cool. I was oh, there. Absolutely. I was on uh, COVID quarantine 
I'm sorry. Oh, make we it. missed you. Yeah. <laughs> but we I survived. It. Yes, I you survived did. And very we'll well. In, and we'll be in Bonneville this year. Fantastic. Keith, I could talk to you all day. We, you know, we did. We talked the other day. We had about a good hour and a half talk. And uh, I, I'll come back and do a, like a real reporter style this time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anytime. As, and then we'll, as long as the girls are there. Okay, we'll make sure they're there. Keith Paul, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Really, um, I appreciate your time, and I look forward to talking to you later this week. Thank you, Gina. Keep thank up the you. good work, Keith. Oh, you too, Dan. Hey, and who's the thug next to you? <laughs> ah, this is Luke. <laughs> this is Luke. How are you doing? Is it, I didn't even he, know that was Luke. Is he Luke. your security? He must be oh, he's just he. Just, no, he just, uh, he's the, the backbone over here at the Lucci Industries, you know? <laughs> he he comes by was... over on the Mondays. He got to get away from the wife sometimes, you know? <laughs> Luke, you look like one of the guys from Easy Rider magazine. Speaking mm -hmm. of that, real quick, last question. What do you think about the magazine being back, Keith? Oh, well, I think it's great. You know, you know how what magazines have been through, you know, and it's a struggle, but you know, if you're going to give it a shot, go for it. And that's yeah. one of the few that'll work. Yeah. 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 I mean, everybody, it's got a great response. It's had great results, I think. So yeah. I hope that they do very well. I, I would imagine that they're going to. It was a long time coming, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, All right. You guys take care. Uh, of interview with Keith Paul. Keith, thank you so much. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, we are going to run through a quick commercial break, guys. Give it a like, give it a share. Thank you so much. We've got a lot of comments, and we appreciate that, all of you. Kevin, hello, Kevin Sacco, Mike Draco, thank you so much. We've got Pitch in the house, Greg Ellis, um, Mary, thank you. Uh, keep uh, signing in, keep sharing. Please give it a share. And we are going to come back with Tom Banks after these messages. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. Ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans, helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. 
We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews Products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews Products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. 40 years ago, a biker dropped out of community college to follow his motorcycle dream. His name was John Parham, and he named his company J&P Cycles. Today, J&P Cycles is the largest seller of aftermarket parts, accessories, and gear in the world. It's the one-stop shop for motorcycle enthusiasts. Over 600 brands and 100,000 products all in one place. J&P Cycles Gold Club members enjoy free shipping on every order every day and 4% cash back on purchases. And nowhere else has certified motorcycle mechanics on call seven days a week via chat and 800 number. JNP Cycles is a proud supporter of Open Road Radio. Visit us online at our legendary Anamosa, Iowa retail store, our Daytona Beach Superstore, and during the Black Hills Motorcycle Rally and many, many more events. JNP Cycles, riding, wrenching, racing since 1979. And we are back, and we've got an exciting show. We are talking about barn finds. And I tell you, when you put Tom Banks and Scrapper Dan and Keith Ball on the same screen, all hell goes loose. Keith is calling in people that aren't supposed to be on yet, and what the heck, and everybody. and But that's all good, because you know what? It's live radio <laughs> and live stream, too. You know, we've been doing this a long time, 25 years, and I think we're still getting uh, used to this uh, live streaming stuff. So I hope you all are enjoying it. Thank you all so much for uh, checking in with us. I can see that Patrick King is with us. Thank you so much. Joe Sparrow is in the house. Hi, Joe. He's actually in St. Louis. Uh, Wayne Sedgy, thank you so much. Give it a like and please give it a share so that your friends can see what we are bringing to them as well. We got my favorite friend here, Tom Banks. What did I think Larry said something? Larry said, Tom Banks is easy on the eyes. I said, Larry, <laughs> Tom, get your pretty eyes up here. You're way out there. We can see you. <laughs> Look, there look you at go. That, look at that spread of pans over there. I mean, there's just, there's stretch room over there, and well, you're making me feel good. I just I did one of those super nylon three piece nuts, and every one of those pans has got a drip sheet under it. I can't stop it from dripping. They just mark their spots. <laughs> they, they're going to drip, and we we actually ride them, so you know I'm not going to come in and drain the oil out of the crank. No, have, no, you know. those all look turnkey ready. Yeah, they're all. What I do is I switch batteries. I have four or five batteries. And if I, you know, if I'm going an AMK road runner, wherever, I'll just put a battery in this one. Same thing with plates. I switch four or five plates. I was going to say, 
plates too. Otherwise, yeah. You were so you were we did get pulled over. We got pulled over in Daytona and not not one of the plates matched to four of the bikes. <laughs> but they don't know that unless they look everything allegedly. Else, you know, the, the the VIN was good. I mean, exactly. you know, everything matched unless he would look at the VIN. The the, the insurance was good. The the uh, the plates were good. They were just on all the wrong bikes. But, it, you know, that's what you have to do. I, I can't have them all uh, registered and all that. It's like a We'd have 70, and that would be like a million dollars a year. <laughs> it, yeah, it'd be a pain, you know. Um, from just give us batteries. a call at Full Throttle Law. We'll, uh, we'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, we're talking about barn finds, and I want to know, oh, wait a minute. We're in your new museum, aren't we? Correct. Oh my God! That's the new museum. Yeah, I'll walk you around here in a second. I I actually have you on an iPad, so I can show you. And I have Wi-Fi throughout, so fantastic. Well, we've got to talk about the barn finds. So you did kind of come in with us earlier, which is really cool. How many barn finds? How many of those are going to be barn finds that you're going to show us? So you know, I, I probably have four or five true barn finds. And you know, I have a clear definition. A barn finds a bike that I that I hunt down. You know, I'll get a lead somehow and go chase that bike. You know, all of us can go buy a bike from a collector, and I've done it myself. All of us can go buy a bike at Meekum. I've done that myself. You know, all of us can buy a bike off of eBay or wh wherever else. I've done that myself. But the, uh, there's nothing more fun than to be able to get a lead, okay, and, and immediately act on it and go out there oh. and chase that bike. And that's really what I do. You know, I, I, you know, people see me do it all over the country, and I do. Uh, one day I'll be in Pennsylvania, and I'll be in a van, you know, going making a beeline for wherever louisiana i don't well, care where that i think from october until i saw you in january you were everywhere and getting everything and all you saw was van bike tom road van bike tom road van bike tom road and it went like that <laughs> so, so so you know with, with, with the barn finds you know really i probably have um these two here these two 48 pans and this is crazy they're both barn finds you know this one I, I found in a barn in Ohio, and it was just a thing. I got a call on a Monday morning from my nephew, and, you know, the thing about it was by, by you know, an hour later, I was in the van with cash, you know, headed across the interstate with Mr. Hart in the fast lane at 80 miles an hour. You know, once I got the deal, once, you know, I got, then I load the bike up, and I'm calm and cool. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a hunt dog. That's, you know, I, I, I like I my passion. I love to chase them. Tom, I love Tom, when, when I get one of those, when I get something in my truck, I do the scrap man stroll, the scrap man strut <laughs> through the neighborhood. Yeah, I go good. down every single street. By the time I get home, 20 of the neighbors are over there smoking, drinking, helping me pull the thing out. You know, I need a fresh couple legs to kick them. But that's my favorite is the parade driving around. You know, what the hell does he got now? Not again. Everyone gets the stomach flu when they see us with a new new something cool. <laughs> so <laughs> so show us show us around a little bit. You're gonna take okay, that so, around? So, sure. So I'm on the panhead side here. Wait, are we looking at bike set? Wait. Let me get rid of that. No, that's me. New yep. Wait, let me let me let me do um can you, how am I doing there? Can you see bikes? Yep, now we can see bikes. Push it down just a little bit more. There you go. Okay, so 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 right here is just restored panheads, and they're not. I'm missing a couple of them. My 55 I'm working on, um, but that's a 61. That's I've had this bike for a long time. That's a 54. 
that's a 51, that's a 48, flight uh, oh. red. So here's here's the most recent bike that I that I that I hunted. This is a that's true barn find. Yeah. This wow. is a 1949. Okay, and it, it it is really all 49. You know, or it's all been everything on it is from 35 years ago. You know, I, I haven't touched this bike since gas. I brought it in, but. I probably won't touch it. I'm probably just going to leave it like that. But that's a true barn find. This is a barn find right here. This beautiful original paint, tropical green. I literally found five minutes from the clubhouse. This is one of my favorite bikes right here. I'm absolutely in love with that bike. And that's a stock color? That is tropical green, absolutely. Wow. I've never seen that. That I didn't either. So that's a killer. There's a 55 original paint. 56 original paint that's atomic atomic blue and uh, champion yellow 57 original paint uh midnight metallic blue that was my first white. that was my first panhead paint job uh that's an optional color for 57 midnight metallic blue 58 original paint 59 original paint really nice wow. one owner bike both of these two are one owner bikes right here Wow, I chased them both. This one here was local that I, I chased. Uh-huh. Sticks the original paint. Uh, 62 original paint. 64. G-Man is working on the 63 right now. So I'm going to take you to the knucklehead side. I got a mess over here, so don't be talking oh. about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Excuse the mess. No big deal. So wow. I do look here. So, you know, I'm kind of just putting this side together. There's a cup. This original paint. 17 wow. original paint 12 which is the same bike that i race in the cannonball except this ain't my cannonball bike hey look <laughs> we built the, we built the original factory the 10 okay, by 15 tom you got to turn it around we got to see you okay only because we got only got a couple minutes left so uh, we got to come back and do a oh. whole show on your museum only okay no oh problem. Gosh. You got to promise me we'll get the exclusive on the museum. When can we come down? Where's the kitties? <laughs> Where's oh the little gosh. kitty cats? They're across the street now. They they uh, they've been barred. Ah, uh, they're the best. <laughs> but I actually, no, I stay with the kitties every night. They're, I still live with the kitties. I just okay. they're not in the museum though. <laughs> so Tom, Tom, you've got seventy bikes. How many will you go? So, so there's 47 in the museum right now, you know, so for me, a bike has to really be a special bike for me to put it in the museum. It's not just, it's not a numbers thing for me. It has to really be what I view to be a museum quality bike. So right now I have 47 of my bikes here. I probably have about 70 Harleys. You know, of course I have four or five race bikes. You know, I race in the Sons of Speed, I race in the Chase, I race in the Cannonball. So those bikes are special too, but they're, they're actually not here. My son's a speed bike is it's back in the corner and one of my cannonball bikes. But so I have different bikes. I also have box bikes. You know, I have all kinds of different ones. They're but here. This is not your bikes. day job. Your day job is something else, right? No. I, so, so, so I own competition distributing. You know, we just bought competition distributing here about six months ago. You know, Sean runs that company for me and we sell parts 1910 to 1936. And it goes right in line with what we do because, you know, we race the bikes a lot. And that kind of goes hand in hand with owning the company. It was cheaper for me to buy the company instead of buying parts from them all the time. So <laughs> that, that, that was the driving force was to, you know, it was to lessen my load. But, uh, you know, we're really doing great with competition distributing. Sean's really taking it to a new level. 
And I'm really excited about that. Congratulations. That's awesome. Man, I'm just getting tired listening to you talk. That's a lot of work you do all the time. You are like nonstop. You're like That's the Energizer buddy. Well, I have four companies. You know, I have Banks Gas Service and I have Banks Brothers Motorcycles where we sell the engine polar. I, I have uh, Thomas Banks Commercial Rental. And uh, what's my other company? I'm missing one. Uh, <laughs> oh, Competition Distributing. <laughs> Ladies, I understand that Thomas single. So for, uh, <laughs> but he might be a little too busy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't worry, I always find time for ladies. You know that. Could, yeah. There you go. Well, I need to get the exclusive on I you. I just collect well. the bikes, but not the ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then you'd really be overboard. Then you'd really <laughs> be overboard. Tom, it's been great talking to you. We got to run. We've got another. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Thank you. Again, I want to do another show because Many you just times. got so much. We'll Many have to times. do to one me. company at a time. We're going to be friends with you whether you like it or not. Hey, hey, nice to meet you guys, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Listen, you're a man of my heart. Hell yeah. All right, Tom. Thank you so much. We're going to come back with the girls. We're going to come back with the girls before we go to a quick commercial break so that we can get our friend Rob in. All right, ladies, what's going on over there on social media? Anything going on? Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Patricia, Wayne, Joe Sparrow from St. Louis in the house. So we want to thank everybody for joining us. And uh, we've got a ton of people sharing it out. So we greatly nice. appreciate that. Uh, check out the feed. Uh, Penny and I have added some great links to all of the guests that you've uh, had the pleasure of listening to today. So you can just quickly click on some of the links in the comments and share their pages as well. Well, Penny FXR, thank you, girl. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, I think folks were uh, really wanting to hear about uh, Keith's uh, background, you know, with publishing and everything. So when we do that interview, maybe we can pick his brain and uh, he can let everybody know what his background has been because it really is amazing. We, and you know what? I should not have two amazing guys like that in one show. Because <laughs> we just really want to talk to one at a time. And then we got a, another amazing guy coming up that we got to talk to. Sure, so, that's you right. know, I mean, seriously, it's, it, it was supposed to be just a one. I think we're just going to make it a one interview show because they're, these guys got great stories. They got backstories. Yes, these are like they do. Icons in the, in, the, in the industry, you know. So let's oh, take goodness. a really quick break. And let's come back and let's get to our next interview, Rob, about Route 66 bike, because this is a really cool happening going on this week. And Dan, every time you open your mouth like that, I think the screen is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to catch flies. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty badass talking with these, these, these guys swing with two bats, Gina. These are heavy hitters. You I know. know. I mean, but we only got an hour, Dan. We only got an hour. I know, I know. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. After How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. 
but we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. 40 years ago, a biker dropped out of community college to follow his motorcycle dream. His name was John Parham, and he named his company J&P Cycles. Today, J&P Cycles is the largest seller of aftermarket parts, accessories, and gear in the world. It's the one-stop shop for motorcycle enthusiasts. Over 600 brands and 100,000 products all in one place. J&P Cycles Gold Club members enjoy free shipping on every order every day and 4% cash back on purchases. And nowhere else has certified motorcycle mechanics on call seven days a week via chat and 800 number. JNP Cycles is a proud supporter of Open Road Radio. Visit us online at our legendary Anamosa, Iowa retail store, our Daytona Beach Superstore, and during the Black Hills Motorcycle Rally and many, many more events. JNP Cycles, riding, wrenching, racing since 1979. Ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans, helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. All right, and we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on Open Road Radio. I can't even believe how fast this uh, hour has gone. So without further ado, I want to bring in Route 66, Bike Week, Blue Collar Build-Off with Rob Warden. I got to talk to Rob this morning. Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. Man, are you busy or what? You've got this going on this weekend. Yeah, well, it's not this weekend. It's uh, April 27th through May 1st. But yeah, it's right around the corner and it's nonstop work. Yeah, it sure is. Tell us real quick uh, what it's all about. Um, Well, so I own the Saddle Sore Ranch, which is an old school biker event venue down on historic Route 66. I love that Um, name. Love that name, Saddle Sore Ranch. It's somewhere I want to go. (laughs) <laughs> it's right in between um, Kingman and and Laughlin. It's near an old mining town called Oatman, for everybody that's familiar with Oatman. And um, anyway, we've been doing parties out there, old school biker parties, for about six years. The uh, 
similar to like the old easy rider rodeos and stuff, you know, just kind of a, a middle finger, so to speak to how corporate all the biker events have gotten with their, you know, just big parking lots full of big rig vendors and Kuryakin and JMP and, and, uh, well, I love, and it's, I love know, what you said that the town is actually your vendors where the people have their storefronts. Those are the vendors for this rally. Yeah. So what I was mentioning there is, you know, a lot of the, the big corporate rallies, they just have a bunch of vendors in a parking lot. And to me, that was just never any fun walking around a parking lot full of vendors. So the way I, I did with route 66 bike week is our event actually stretches from needles, California, all the way to Seligman, Arizona, which is about 320 miles round trip. And it's actually the longest uninterrupted stretch of route 66 that still remains today. And so all along the route, we have participating small businesses that are our rally stops. So they offer something to all the riders, whether it's a discount or some freebie or a lot of them I'm doing free raffles. You just stop in, fill out a raffle ticket, no purchase necessary. So it's designed to get people out there riding their bikes, going from place to place instead of walking around a parking lot. <laughs> All right. I, I, I think that's it. a great a great idea. What about the biker build up? Tell us about that. Yeah, so Scrapper Dan would be perfect for the blue collar build off with that bike that's on the lift behind him. Amen. So basically, uh, I was talking to Hugh King one day quite a few years ago. Uh, he used to be the host of the Great Biker Build-Off on the Discovery Channel, where you'd have Billy Lane up against Indian Larry and all this. Sure. Oh, great, great builders. I mean, I take nothing away from them, you know. But what I was telling Hugh was, I said, you know, I watch the show because it's a biker show, and, and I'll watch anything that has bikes in it. But I just find it a little hard to relate to sometimes because, you know, I don't have a half a million dollar CNC machine. I don't have a warehouse full of fucking frames. I can just go grab the one I want. I can't just call up SNS and have them send me a free motor because they're my sponsor, you know? So I told him, I said, what I'd like to see is a build off just featuring average Joe's, man, just regular guys with regular tools. What a great in idea. In garage. I you totally know. love it. Are you still they, bringing, are you still letting uh, people sign up? Well, I mean, you can always sign up. There's not enough time to even complete a bike for this year, um, but you can always sign up. You and, mean somebody's and, been working on a bike already and they want to bring it? No, we're we're pretty strict on 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 a on a build time because we want to keep everything everything on the level for everybody that's participating. So the way it works is real quickly. Have, I want to real quickly. I want to say goodbye to our Las Vegas audience. We got the girls that are going to stay on. But Las Vegas, did he just give you a cue, Desmond? Yeah. Uh, okay. he, he also said, you know, it's a family-friendly show, Rob, so we have to watch our language. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't me. <laughs> okay, so we're going to say goodbye to Keisha, 1400 AM. Right. Join us next week on Open Road Radio. Keisha, all you Las Vegas hoodlums out there join us every week and we will be back with the sin city uh 
Radio Girls. Radio Girls. Open Road Radio. <laughs> We're going to call you something. Okay. 